Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills, each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... You say Rob Baggett. Rob Baggett. And Josh Weddicombe. That's Redcombe. Thank you. Aw. There we go. I cut him off, sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to know his name. Uh, My name is Kevin Hughes from Northern Ireland... And I absolutely love the podcast. I'm picking some great tips as I have one child, but my wife is expecting number two in May. Here is my three-year-old son, Oliver, with his attempt at the intro. Well, thank you very much, Oliver. Good work, Ollie. There we go. Now, Rob. Yes, mate. We've got a special with me, Pregnancy Special. Well, we promised. We've got some emails. You know, those stories we've had about people that gave birth without realising they were pregnant? Yes, would you want a few more of them that we've had sent in? Because they blow your mind. Oh, we've teased every it every time. Let's go for it. I, I, I still can't get my head around that. Anyone would be surprised, but let's do this. I'm ready for it. How's your week been, though, Josh? We, we should probably cover that quickly. But are you okay? All yep, good. Yeah, fine. Just nothing right. happening. Waiting for eight for March. Yep, same here. <laughs> <laughs> right, dear Rob and Josh. I, like yourselves, thought that not realizing your pregnant stories were absolute bullshit and <laughs> made up so. <laughs> Yeah, I lost one. <laughs> <laughs> like a pissed dog. <laughs> but I knew what every word was. I, like yourself, thought the Norwegian and pregnant stories <laughs> were absolute bullshit made up solely for the pages of Take a Break. However, that all changed when my 19-year-old niece walked in from her friends white as a sheet and shaking. She'd gone over to her friends and was greeted by her very panicked friend covered in blood. And the words, get upstairs, my sister has just had a baby. My niece dropped her belongings, legged it upstairs and entered the bathroom. She what she described as a horror movie with a baby on the bathroom floor and the sister stood stock still with a look of what the fuck just happened on her face. My niece very sweetly picked the baby up, wrapped it in a towel. The paramedics arrived within minutes of the baby arriving, so all was well. Basically, the sister, early 20s and about to go to uni, had her baby delivered by a group of 19-year-old girls. Oh, my God, just all her mates. Just her mates, her sister and her mates. She had complained about stomach pains and was in a bad way before the baby made an appearance. Other than that, she'd been having her period and going about her normal 20s carefree lifestyle. She had no idea whatsoever that what she thought was going to be a massive poo turned out to be a baby. Oh, my God. Safe to say... How'd you deliver a baby? I really wouldn't fancy my chances. (laughs) I don't, no, no disrespect to you, Josh, as well. But if I was in a house with someone giving birth and you were out in the corridor of a few other people, you would not be my first choice. I no. don't know why. No. And I don't think I would be other people's first choice. No, exactly. What comedian would you want to come in? Oh, what? Like someone solid and dependable. Um, there's doctors. There's doctors like... Jack D. 
No, you can't have Jack. He's not a doctor, was he? Harry Hill was a doctor. Oh well, Harry Hill, yeah, obviously. Well, he's Paul Sinar was a GP, but I don't think Paul Sinar. But I don't know. If, I don't know about his oh, bedside manner. That, I tell you what, Paul Sinar pro- could probably be a perfect doctor in that situation, but you would have to tell him the capital of a country during the labour, and I don't. <laughs> I just couldn't do that. Where did you conceive? And I will tell you the postcode. <laughs> Um, wow, okay, so she had no idea. Oh, my God. This is such a weird special. Poor Jamelia. What a lead-in to Jamelia. People are going to be shell-shocked. And then Jamelia's- she loves the podcast, Rob. She loves the podcast. She's a fan. Absolutely adore the podcast, says this email. Please keep me anonymous, as I'm not entirely sure if my friend would want this story broadcast, although it has become infamous at uni. When I was in my third year at uni, I had a sports coach who was a couple of years older than us. She was super lovely, but was having a bit of a rough time as she recently split up with her boyfriend. She'd split up with her boyfriend, who was another stu- student at the uni, as she'd come to the realisation that she was in fact a lesbian. So she broke up with him. A few months on, she's doing better. One evening, she fails to turn up to one of our training sessions, which we all thought was weird as she's normally super reliable. Several phone calls and texts without an answer meant we had to carry on the training session on our own leaving a text saying we hoped everything was all right. Things were not all right. My friend had been refing another match earlier that day, suddenly collapsed with back pain. She had rushed to hospital where she'd been told that she was, in fact, four centimetres dilated, mere minutes away from having a baby. Oh, my God. Imagine that. You can be in hospital for, like, two hours trying to get to four centimetres. You know where they're going, another centimetre? Refing the game as well. I mean, you know, imagine that. VAR's taking a lot of pressure off that job, though, Rob, so, you know. <laughs> The baby was delivered. It feels like they're bloody in labour, the amount of decisions that have gone wrong on blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quicker to give birth than it is to bloody judge an offside, (laughs) isn't it? Um, The baby was delivered and miraculously was completely healthy. Two years on and both mum and dad are fantastically co-parenting, have a beautiful, healthy toddler. To answer your questions on how she didn't know she was pregnant, she was on a diet and was losing weight at the same rate the baby was growing. (laughs) <laughs> she even commented on how much she was dieting. Yeah, wasn't losing any weight. <laughs> oh, you'd be fuming, wouldn't you? Absolutely livid. Uh, due to complications as a teenager, she'd been told she was unlikely to have children. Oh. So birth control wasn't an issue. In that sense, a baby girl was something of a miracle baby. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And um, what, what was the score of the game she was reffing? <laughs> It, we won't do a special again. I think they're a strong taste to have too many of them in a row, Rob. We can <laughs> both agree that. Lot, yeah. I do feel quite tense now. Yeah, but... I do. I got. I want me to find something off Instagram to chill you out. Yeah, go on. Here we go. Let me find Instagram ones. That, here we go, boy. This is from Lauren. Just thought this tale would amuse you. My husband has put motion sensors for the lights in our hallway and upstairs landing. <laughs> Which sounds like the most dad move ever. Yeah. You keep leaving these lights on. Well, to understand the thought process behind this, the problem is if you are still for too long, then you are plunged into darkness. But then I would argue who stood still in a hallway? Yes. Yeah, it's not it's not like those ones in toilets where yeah. you go in and they've got the motion sensor. Nah, I think I think a hallway area is fine. Anyway, they were plunged into, into darkness. This happened to me and the three-year-old. I told him that the lights would come on if he stood up. He was amazed and immediately declared this happened due to his superpowers. Such continued a week uh, where he kept switching on the lights of his superpowers and it was very cute and heartwarming. Fast forward to this week when he decides that if anyone else switches the lights on, that he will have a five-minute screaming temper tantrum because he wanted to do it. (laughs) And it is very hard not to accidentally turn on the lights. 
and such, we have had the temper tantrum over and over again. Oh, my, my word. My husband won't take the motion sensors down, and Hugo is showing no sign of lessening the intensity of his tantrums. Please send wow. mine from Lauren. I think that's quite a bullshit move, motion sensors in a hall. In your house, I think it's too much. Yeah, I mean, why do you need motion sensors in your house? How, how much does it cost to have your lights on in the hallway a bit? How bored have you been in lockdown <laughs> that you've installed motion sensors and your lights in your house? <laughs> oh, this one will annoy you, Josh. This is well, exciting, though. Um, this is from Lit- Little Island Yogi. Hey! And five E's in the middle of hey. And I was like, why has that happened? And then when you read it, it explains why this person's so happy. When you get all this correspondence, this person, for some reason, is so much happier than everyone else that <laughs> gets involved. Hey, Rob and Josh, in your last podcast, you asked for people to say where they're listening from. And I think I may be your only listener in the Seychelles. Oh, come on. I'm 28 and childless. I, mean, I hate this person. <laughs> 28 and childless in the Seychelles. Oh, my God. But I love your podcast. You make my drives around the island that much more entertaining. Oh P.S. Word. Seychelles would be a great place for a live lockdown hell show as we're, yeah, COVID, be, yeah. as we're COVID-free and have sunshine all year round. Oh I don't God. know if the overheads would cover the show. Can we put a block on people being able to listen in the Seychelles? Because I'm not happy about this. <laughs> Until we're out of lockdown, people that are in lockdown should be allowed to listen. That should be the new rule. Yeah. If you're listening to New Zealand, piss off. Oh, I think they're in a five-dayer. Oh, okay. Welcome I don't back. know if they're still going. Well- <laughs> um, Josh, should we introduce Jamelia? Yeah, absolutely love this interview. She was honest. She was funny. Uh, she's got an amazing setup uh, to talk about in lockdown. And also... It was amazing to talk to someone who was a fan of the show. Loved it. That was nice, wasn't it? Normally yeah. we have to sort of embarrassingly explain what it is yeah. to someone much more high profile than us, haven't we? But luckily, Jamelia <laughs> put the shift in. But yeah, enjoy the show. But Jamelia was lovely and uh, really funny. So um, uh, we'll see you um, after that. We'll, we'll, we'll chat after, won't we? Have you listened to the podcast, Jamelia? I absolutely bloody love it. I begged my manager to email you guys. I was like, please, oh, I want to oh, be on it. That's so lovely, Jamelia, because normally we have to pathetically explain it to the guests. To know no. we've got you on board already. That's amazing. So let me let me just tell you how and why I was compelled to um, be a part yeah. of this, because I'm such a big fan. I've listened to, I'm sure, every single episode, but every time I'm like, oh, yeah, but you haven't done it with both, have you? You haven't done it with teenagers and a toddler. And it's kind of like, you know, that parenting competition. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like I've won. So that's the only reason I'm here. Fair <laughs> to claim your crown yeah. as the best parent in the UK. Probably the worst, but yeah, <laughs> one of them. So what's your setup, Jamelia, at home? Can you explain it to us and the oh, listeners? Gosh, how much time have you got? So um, I've got a 19-year-old. She's going to be 20 um, in March. I've got a 15-year-old. And then I've got a bonus son who um, is my husband's son. And then I have a toddler who's just turned three. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Here we go. Have I won? Oh, <laughs> oh God, that is a real. Comp- are they all in the? Have they been all in the house over lockdown, or is so? It- um, as some step parents will know, in lockdown you have kind of rules where the stepchild can. I hate the term stepchild, by the way, which is why I called him my bonus son. But um, yeah, so it, he's been back and forth. Which, um, as someone who's a little bit of a germaphobe, I'm a bit like, yeah, but what's he doing when he's there? And, <laughs> and, and he's, he still goes to school because um, his mom's a key worker. So I'm like, yeah, but who's he in the class with? And it's just yeah. But then obviously 
well, you know, he comes here and yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah. hose him down in the garden and let him in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We don't do that. We don't do that. And how old is he? How old is he? And he's he's ten. ten. No, 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 sorry, he's eleven. Oh, that's really bad. He's he's eleven. Just turned um, eleven. So in the house, sort of full time, you have a twenty-year-old daughter, a fifteen-year-old yeah. daughter, a three-year-old yeah. son, daughter, 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 daughter well. sorry, yeah. three-year-old daughter, yeah. and then your bonus son that comes and goes between the parents. Um, yes. And oh my god, so that that is so you there. <laughs> I genuinely think this is a top Trump winner here. You've got. <laughs> A toddler, a bonus son, and then teenage daughters and a daughter that's turning into a 20-year-old woman. Do you know yes, what, Rob? exactly. When we start an interview usually, occasionally I'll think, oh, is there going to be enough in this for 45 minutes? <laughs> this one, I'm like, where the fuck do I start? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Jamelia, this is, this is outrageous. <laughs> so let's start with a three-year-old, Jamelia. Yeah, so yeah let's ha- start with her. Uh, does the... The rest of the family, does that actually make having a three-year-old easier? Because she can be, you know, there's... Us, presumably your 19-year-old and your 15-year-old are kind of, you know... You know, people always say that, oh, you've got living babysitters. No, you haven't. You really <laughs> haven't. I'm sorry. You just haven't. They participate and they help when they feel like it. And a living babysitter, you're paying them and you've got to do it when we tell you to do it. So it's not the same. Um, yeah. I've even offered them money, by the way, and, it, and they still don't help. <laughs> so that's just a myth. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. My, my 19-year-old is very helpful, but... I still kind of okay so here's the thing I'm I'm working from home which is really weird for me and so I'm kind of like saying to them I need the nursery experience so I need it to be as if I've sent my daughter off to nursery but I don't necessarily want to send her to nursery um which is why she's now currently just been dropped off to nursery because it didn't bloody work and <laughs> that, yeah. That's basically where we are. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, the living babysitter thing is just a total myth. And at the same time, you know, I did push her out. They didn't ask for her. You know, it's just Yeah. Also, yeah, I think it's hard know. to get a fifteen year old girl to tidy their bedroom. Never mind look after oh a child goodness. for eight hours. I, well, as you realise, I didn't mention the fifteen year old. She just just no. No, just no, no. no a non starter <laughs> on helping with just, the kids. Just, yeah, just no. <laughs> Because it's like you leave her, you, so so I'd leave, my youngest is called True and she's three and you'd leave her and I'm telling you within 10 minutes there's some altercation, they argue, she's only three but she argues with the 15 year old or <laughs> it's just, it's always carnage or one of them starts crying, it's just like okay I can't, I just can't be bothered, just give it to me. And yeah. is the 15 year old, um, she homeschooling then? So um, I was homeschooling her before. That was a big so, as if you're like, <laughs> oh, let's break this down. <laughs> you, you'll notice I said was, okay. So <laughs> I was homeschooling her for two years before lockdown. Oh, wow. The, the, the thing is, with homeschooling, traditionally, you get to go out, you get to, you know, you still get to socialise. And it's been totally different to the point where we've signed her up for school. Um, obviously, this was before she, before we've had another lockdown. Yay! Um, yeah, so we, we've signed her up for school, and um, and so now I don't do any of the schoolwork with her. She's doing it through school, and so she's still kind of homeschooling. And does she do but it? That's the thing. That's what's so annoying. Like when when I was homeschooling her, it was such a chore just to get her to, you know, do anything or get the work done. But let a teacher online, Miss Harris yeah. online say, right, you got to do this. Oh, 
beautifully presented. Like all of her work is just gorgeous. I'm just, but you know, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get us through the day. Cool. So, so what was it homeschooling when it was? So you homeschooled for two years when there wasn't uh, any lockdown. It was just she could have yeah. gone to school she wanted, but you decided to do homeschooling. Yes. And um, and, um, and and why did you choose that option? And and how was it? Do you know what she had a rough time when she first started secondary school? So she was year seven, mm-hmm. um, and also I had just had uh, I just had true at the time. So it was there was a lot of change, a lot of time, and I really feel like it affected her mental health. And so I just thought, you know what, the best thing I. I've homeschooled my daughters on and off throughout the years anyway. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so I just thought, okay, well, you know, come home. I could teach you. I've done it before. And um, and it was it was fine. We were absolutely fine until the bloody lockdown. Yeah, because it does. You can't go out, you know, and do anything outside, or no, you know, if they say like yeah. go go for a run, or go, you know, still do, sort of do that. But like, yeah. there's no there's no socializing at all. No, or just no, no. We we do things like go go trampolining for PE and stuff like that. So it was fun. Yeah, you know what I mean, it wasn't all. But now it's just like you can't. I mean, we have got a trampoline. Yeah, but it's not but... the same as the big trampoline centers, exactly. is it? That it's like exactly. you know exactly. Yeah, you can't recreate. That's it, the Willy so. Wonka of the trampoline world. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your trampoline gone down, Rob? Is it as it was it the hit it was worth? I haven't really asked. Oh, yeah. To be fair, um it went up on Christmas Eve, um, and then it's been pretty much zero degrees since then. And oh. they sort of go on it for about ten minutes and say they're cold. But no, they do love it. And they, they whenever it's like not warm enough weather and the sun's out a bit, yeah. they they've been going on it. So I think the summer's where it's really gonna hit home. But yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. rush to do another one at Christmas. <laughs> but it, it did have a good impact on when they opened it. Would you go back to homeschooling after the lockdown, Jamelia? I think I'm traumatized. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. As I said, like my youngest, I had no intention of sending her to nursery. She's now in four days a week. Um, I'm, I'm not joking. Those days creep up, don't they? <laughs> this week we were discussing going from three to four, and I thought it's a very slippery slope. We're going to be at six before we know it, mate. <laughs> eight, eight days a week. Eight yeah. Days a- yeah. <laughs> You could stay overnight and nurse her a couple of nights, couldn't you? <laughs> oh my god. It's this good is, for us. Someone is missing a trick there. Yeah. <laughs> I think Josh is one more lockdown away from a uh, boarding school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. The, the coach picks you up from Houston. I'll, I'll drop you off at the bus stop. Just get yourself to Houston. And then you, you know, you, you're in the countryside for eight months. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams, so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. I'd be really intrigued to hear like how many people have kind of like changed their ethos. Like I've always been like such, so passionate about homeschooling and stuff, but yeah, the lockdown has broken me. Um, 
I was diagnosed with something called separation anxiety, which is usually something that kids have yeah, for their yeah. parents. Yeah. But I had it for my children. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even, I didn't realise it was a thing. And now a lockdown has cured it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's not even a joke. I am cured. <laughs> I am so happy to send my children out the door now. Like, yeah, cool. I sent the kids off sledding down this massive hill. I'd never even actually been to the hill. We've got we've got loads of snow at the moment uh, in Birmingham, and so th- there's this huge hill, so dangerous. I'm like, yeah, go on, go on. That's a positive. It's a positive. It is. How, it how, is. how would that um, separation anxiety manifest then before lockdown? Would you just you couldn't be apart from them with like nursery and school, or was it you was a bit protective? like with the snowy hill and stuff so it, it kind of manifests itself in like you you have these crazy thoughts so we were trying to put my youngest into nursery before the lockdown and um and I just I just thought oh gosh but what if she falls and nobody sees her and then you know and then she's in a corner for the whole day and it just really like silly crazy like, like catastrophic thinking isn't it yeah. where you just it just gets worse and worse and more sort of extreme and ridiculous yeah exactly to the point where when we first were trying I was sitting outside the nursery for like four hours it was just you know it was ridiculous now oh, yeah my husband brought her in. I was like, oh, yeah, see ya, take care. Like, she's off out the door this morning. I'm, it's not like I couldn't care less, but I'm like, you go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's the thing. Break. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. Oh, well done. Yeah. That's such I'm an achievement cured. because that is, you know, that's, <laughs> it, it can really affect your life. If you're that worried and you're not, you know, and you're sort of debilitating you to a point, you're just waiting outside the nursery. Yeah, I mean, it really did, like, from, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what brilliant. That? I'm not even going to check. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm it's fine. Gonna, I'm not going to check. Fully cured. You're not even checking. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. <laughs> I think so, that's the thing. Sometimes it's best not to know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's got to sort itself out. Like, I'm. I'm yeah. sorry. So I, did you? Do you think it's just lockdown that helped you with that, or have you had any therapy, or have you been reading any books about the help with that, or do you just think it's, you know, being around them all the time has helped? Honestly, I think it's lockdown. Honestly, and and, and as I said, I'm not trying to make light of it because it is a real yeah, thing. Of but it's just. Um, yeah, it's just little things like, you know, you need time away from me because yeah. I need time away from you. And, you know, it's and and I think because I'm a working mother, I was naturally getting that. So even though I had I have separate or had separation anxiety, I think I was still getting, you know, a, a, a kind of a relief when I was working or, mm. when, you know, just, I don't know, even going shopping or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think kind of that concentrated time every single day I just yeah I just thought okay you guys need to leave yeah. <laughs> <That's not bad. laughs> oh that's no, great though you know it's, it's, a, it's a real positive thing to come out of it it, it is it is because you've got like the, you've got the full spread of ages now in your house yeah. as you've, yeah. as you've uh, top trump <laughs> declared um, so who what age do you think it's hardest for and and what age do you think it's hardest for to as a parent to look after would you say that the 19 year old sort of having it the toughest that they can't go out and enjoy themselves but then um, I suppose it's easier to to parent a 19 year old so my 19 year old I think she's kind of more uh what's the word logical about it whereas my 15 year old is just like this is not fair this is not fair and you know and, and she started a petition I need to go to school and as soon as the doors open I want to go to school so I think it's been hardest for my 15 year old okay. even though 
she's not really, I wouldn't describe her as like a social butterfly, but um, yeah, I think she's found it the most difficult. You know, you know, like when somebody just changes the rules. So it's like, you probably weren't allowed to do something anyway, but when they tell you, you actually can't, you can't go out, you can't socialize, then, you know, you really want to. And I think that's what she's going through. Would she be doing her GCSEs this year or would that be next year? It would be next year that she's doing them. So that's what she's, um, uh, what you, I was going to say, training for. She's studying. I don't know. She's studying. Yes, that's what she's studying. Training for. Yeah, I was like, what's this terminology? Learning. I think it's learning, is it? Learning. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> That's such a knob. Sorry. <laughs> right, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think my fifteen year old has found it hardest. Um and, and parenting my fifteen year old has been the hardest for sure. Cause um yeah, she just it's it's like that transition between child and adult and she doesn't quite fit and she doesn't quite know and it's just yeah, it's just everyday conflict. Um oh and I have to tell you an added thing that um Rob, you've got this to look forward to. Oh god. So we've we've got this thing in our house called Shark Week. Have you ever heard of Shark Week? Do you know what that is? Is that on National Geographic? Well they <laughs> It is also a show on on (laughs) Geographic, but it's also what um, I think a man came up with it, by the way, what some people call being on your period. But oh, when okay. I, I know, I know, I know you guys, and you don't want to talk about it. But you've got girls, and you, you're going to need, yeah, yeah, you're going to need to know this. So something to do with the moon. Please get someone to email in or whatever, let you know exactly what it is. But something to do with the moon causes all the females in the house to be on their period at the same time. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and um, <laughs> so okay. my husband, my husband, like he goes to B and Q for like. Eight hours, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so. Yeah, I, I guess we're on. We're almost on number twelve. Our twelfth lockdown shark week. So, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh, okay. oh wow! But you all acknowledge it, and you've called it shark. Like that's a good yeah. way of kind yeah. of. Yeah, it, 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 there was a there was a point where at first my husband was like, "What the hell is going on?" And then, <laughs> and then we kind of realised it. I mean, we'd, we'd always known, but it wasn't like it wasn't a thing. But when you're all on lockdown, you can't help but it be a thing. And yeah, and so yeah, periods are something that we just talk about, and it's just like, yeah, okay, so this is happening. This is why I'm being an absolute bee, and you know, and uh, not not you just have to deal with it, but just let. Can everybody just tread carefully? Uh, yeah, so it's sort of like an accepted thing. And then that way he's not going to get in trouble for moaning and then yeah. you're not being defensive. <laughs> it's sort of an yeah. thing. It's all going to be a bit tetchy this week. It's yeah. sharp week. Let's just keep your heads down and plough exactly. through it. Okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, um, as I said, you've got that to look forward to. That's a great term. Yeah, I can't wait for that. And I'm, I'm really regretting getting a female hamster and a female cat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> a tsunami of shark. <laughs> and is he working from home or how's that? Is it has yeah, he yeah, yeah. So, so even I mean so so even that, like, you know, there's there's it's not an argument, but it's just like an unsaid rule of whose work is more important, who yeah. needs because <laughs> um we've had a couple of COVID outbreaks at the nursery. Yeah. Um um, I think it's two maybe. So for those times, uh, if anyone's been in contact with True, then we've got to do the 14 days. And it's just like, yeah, but who really needs to get their work done today and who needs and what's important? And and we've got it down to like, well, what is this going to generate money? Is this going to, that's, that's yeah. the, um, yeah. Everyone's house is like a ballroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, God, let's, let's cut the crack. 
what's that bringing home? What's the ROI on that? Like, yeah. I'm gonna send an email about what? <laughs> literally, literally. Um, every every month, how much money have you made? Yeah? How much yeah. money have you made for the company? <laughs> Obviously, uh, productivity took a hit in Shark Week. To be exactly. <laughs> however, we're looking at we're looking at a boom here. <laughs> after, you should hit back to yeah. full form. <laughs> And um, what's it like? So is it a different experience having a, a, did you call it a bonus child? Yeah, yeah, bonus son, yeah. And I'm I'm interested in that situation where, you know, initially, how do you approach the parenting in that situation? So, oh, honestly, you go through these different stages. Now, the first, I think the first goal is I just need this child to like me. Because obviously, if he doesn't like me, then that's a problem for yeah. me and the dad. Yeah, so it's weakness, that kind of thing. If we <laughs> do all the wrong things in the long term to win, uh, win a yeah. an early door. <laughs> Literally, and so I did start off as Mary Poppins, and then it was just like. But then obviously the girls, being girls, were just like, oh, it's not fair. You treat him different and da da da. And it was like, okay. So then you have to change tack. I, honestly, I've changed the goalpost, moved the goalpost, sorry, at least 400 times. And um, yeah, there's there's no right or wrong answer. I think just do what whatever feels right in the moment. Like, And the, the, another thing that we contend with is the fact that he has another home and he has another it's kind of like another set of rules. Like when he's, when he's at home, he can get up at one o'clock in the afternoon and like, we're just like, absolutely not. That's just not going to happen here. Um, you know, and, and he so. jet lag when he goes between the two. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And so there's that to kind of contend with that. He does have another set of rules. So we don't want to confuse him, but then at the same time, because we've got other children, we he's got to kind of get in with our kids as well. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's 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 all a bit political sometimes. But um I just kind of feel like I treat him I, I just well he's he is my son. That's how I look at it. He's he's my son and he's you know, but just be gracious and uh understanding of the fact that it might be, you know, he might have like a bit of jet lag and a bit of rules jet lag as well, just like you know, getting to grips with our rules and how they differ from his mum's house. Yeah. I, yeah. I, has there been any moments when you you were first sort of like, you know, me, meeting him and stuff like that, where you just thought, oh, this is getting out of hand here. I'm, I'm being, I've gone too far. When you're trying to like make him like you, have you caught yourself uh, in a situation thinking, this is, too, this looks desperate. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I think, do you know what? I think, um, I think the first one of those was like, I, this is going to sound really bad, but like I was really pushing him to race me. I was like, come on, race me. Like it's, you know, we, we need to have a race. But the problem with me is I'm really competitive. And so I had I wanted, I had to win the race and, and I just kept winning the races. And I was like, okay, well, this is not, this is not, I, I kind of wanted to let him win, but I was just like, no, I, I need to win the race. It's just, it's really silly, but it was just kind of like, yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah. I I mean, that does sound like an insane tactic. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you're meeting your new bonus son, right? Let's have a race, but insisting that you beat him every time seems like a, no That's wonder he sleeps until one o'clock. You've done 400 meters eight times. Oh my gosh. My, my husband's the worst, though. My husband, like, they, he has them doing like bleep tests and stuff like that. I think secretly he wanted to be like a football manager or something. Oh, right. And like, yeah, I'm just not involved. You're doing but, bleep yeah. tests. I, I used to hate the bleep tests <laughs> so much. Did you do bleep yeah. tests, Rob? Um, yeah, I was terrible at it. I was awful. Uh, I used to be humiliating. Love 
Yeah, but surely yeah. you can run. Have you seen? He's got no lungs. I've got no. <laughs> I've got no legs. <laughs> Between us. Are you are you proper sporty, Jamelia? Do you know what? I'm I'm not particularly. I I love kind of competitive sports and stuff like that, but I'm definitely not. You know, I don't, I don't go to the gym and stuff like that. I'm I'm currently doing this seventy five day challenge. Have you ever heard of seventy five hard? No. Um. Yeah, but I took that pill in Thailand and regret it ever since. <laughs> A nightmare flying home. <laughs> Powerful stuff out there. I'll tell you what, day 76 is a relief. <laughs> You're so silly. No, it's sorry. Basically, it's, no, no, no. It's this, it's this challenge anyway. And we were just like, right, we're all going to do it. It is, uh, I know it's, oh, it's so silly, but it's so hard. Oh my gosh. So what do you have to like, do? So you have to do like, two 45-minute sessions of exercise and take this from someone who doesn't do any exercise to doing two 45-minute sessions a day. And one of them has to be outside, yes, a day. Um, You have to drink three litres of water. Um, Oh, it's it's, it's supposed to be like a mind, a a mental toughness challenge. Wow. And, yeah, and and, and if you miss out any one thing from this 75 hard on any day, you have to go back to the beginning. Oh, Um, my God. So you're you're giving away an hour and a half of each day (laughs) in lockdown. So it's two 45s in the water. Is there any other things you need to do? Yeah, no. you have to, you have to, um, well, the thing is I've, I've kind of adapted it. I'm doing like, um, uh, I've adapted it and then I'm kind of, um, I've got people on my Instagram joining in. So on my one, it's the two forty-five sessions, three liters of water. You have to write some affirmations, uh, gratitude. You have to read 10 pages of a productivity book every day. No wonder you have to send your children to nursery, Jamelia. Have you ever forgot about the water and that's down three liters before bed? <laughs> Absolutely. Every, every night. Every single every night. night, every night, every night, and I'm, I go to the toilet about five times a night. Like it's ridiculous. Oh. Like it's just, you know, you're just like, why, why the hell did you decide to do this? Why? You, why? Do, you do like a challenge because you did the SAS show as well, didn't you? That was. Um... Oh no, 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 no! It was no the Bear Grylls Mission Survive. I did. Oh, Bear, Bear Grylls Mission Survive. That one. Sorry, basically the same show though, isn't it? But we've all yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I absolutely loved that and the reason I did that was because I was scared of everything um I, I, like literally just just I was scared of heights I was scared of dirt I was scared of I was just scared of everything and so they asked me to do it and I was just like do you know what I think I think that would be good for you you know because yeah. also as well I feel like fear is catching and like like I'm scared of okay I'm like scared of cats and I'm scared of horses <laughs> and I felt like my daughters were becoming scared of the things that I was scared of so I was like okay just throw yourself into this yeah, and on the first day they kind of like woke you up first day you start off in a hotel room and they're like right come on come on yeah similar to the SAS thing shouting at you you had to get your bags grab your bags run and you ran and you ended up in a helicopter and then they told you to jump out and I was just like well this can't be day one this can't be the first one. and and the thing is as well before you do the show you have like an interview and they're like oh you know so what type of things are you scared of me like an idiot of course I told them that I'm scared of horses and I'm you know scared of heights scared of everything I said apart from the cats were in the show yeah. I had to ride a horse for like four hours and you know but it got me over my fears it's you know it was um yeah I loved it and I I really loved what I got from it as well can I just check you're afraid of cats 
Yeah, I'm petrified. We, we snuck that one past, didn't we? <laughs> I just think they're evil. Don't you think they're evil? Yeah, I, to be honest, I've got a cat and I ate it. I ate him. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. It does my nut in. They don't... They're... <laughs> Yeah, they are, they ruin they ruin the house. But I, I've I've got any other pets. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of cats. Lou wanted the cat. We got it aged. Yeah. On yeah. the uh, water before I drank a load of water before bed uh, yeah. three nights ago. Had to get up to go for a piss in the middle of the night, and I thought mm-hmm. I don't do that. Is this what being old is like? Is <laughs> absolutely rubbish. <laughs> to wake up at four o'clock, I think I've got to walk into another room. It's, I couldn't believe. And it's, if that's what old people do every night. Haven't you, haven't you got an ensuite, Josh? Yeah, but it's still a different room. <laughs> no, but when you get old, you don't walk into a different room, you just lay in the bed and piss. That's, that's <laughs> you get really old. That, that, you're not at that stage yet, you're doing all right. <laughs> I genuinely was like, this is as bad as a child wake up, this Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you mean, so how was you with leaving your kids when you did the Bear Grylls thing? Or do you, because it's work in your head, does that feel like it's okay to go? I think that's exactly what it was. So when I did the Bear Girls thing, I was gone for about a week. And yeah, I kind of, that was the longest I'd ever left my left my kids. And I feel like when I did it, uh, maybe my separation anxiety was like compartmentalized or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was fine if I was going to work, but I couldn't do things like, I couldn't just like frivolously go out or like, oh, just go clubbing or I just wouldn't do that yeah if it was just for you socializing but you could yeah. justify in your head if it was work basically exactly yeah. but if I had like two days of work then I could go out in between because I was going to be away for the two days so yeah. it was yeah, brain sets little rules up that make no it's like yeah. bollocks isn't it but <laughs> in your head it's like the weird, weird little rule exactly exactly because I do that all the time I'm gonna start I'm gonna just start not listening to my head <laughs> Rob, you yeah. started that ten years ago. I've observed your career. Come on, mate. Think less. <laughs> if there's one piece of advice, you don't need it. Is think less. Think less. Yes, that's what I've got to do more of, Josh. The more I think, the more stressful it gets. <laughs> like, all the greatest thinkers look tired. Stephen Fry, he's well good at thinking. He always looks a bit upset. He's got. He's, he suffers as well, poor Stephen Fry. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking less is a way forward. Overthinking is a You've got a much better theory, haven't you, Rob? Which is any worry or any kind of fear, you just compress it down into your body and you don't think about it to create a kind of angry ball that one day will be unleashed <laughs> in a in an eight out of ten cats-based diatribe. Jimmy Let's be honest, I'll be in the jungle covered in snakes, when I? I'll <laughs> I tried to unleash, just pull the fury, and I thought, I have to take it off air because I've attacked all the snakes and killed them. <laughs> you bit the head off a snake and then attacked Anton Deck. I wanted a star for camp! This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. 
Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Would you do the jungle, Jamelia? I mean, with your fears now, I think they will just put loads of cats on you at some point. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've I've been asked so many times. You know what? Let me tell you what it is. I don't even think it's the bugs and all of that. I think it's the people. I think they're very strategic about who they put in there yeah. with you, and it's and I think it's intentionally to irritate and and I just because the thing is as well, not 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 to sound a bit scary, but like where I'm from, like originally. That's always going to be in me. And I'm always scared that if I spend too much time on TV, it's going to come out if someone pees me off. And it's just like... Are you saying you've got a bit of a temper? You've got a bit of a, you know, a bit of edge there, Jamelia, that can... (laughs) You hide from telly. But if you're, if you're, if you're, you will have a fight on the street. Is that what you're saying, Jamila? You've got it in you. You have a rocket, rock outside a park. Under, under the right circumstances, <laughs> or the wrong circumstances. I, and that's my fear. And I, is honestly, the right circumstances sharing a camp in Australia with Noel Edmonds? Is that the circumstances <laughs> that you're worried I, about? I think that that would be it. Yeah. You know what's good about this, Jamila, is that you just added more money to the fee they're going to offer you. <laughs> She hates cats and she will fight someone. <laughs> what a booking. Oh, my goodness. And then who would you have at the end of the bridge, though? Would you have all the kids or just your husband? <laughs> um, it would probably just be my husband because it would be like, oh, we could have a little holiday by ourselves. That would be nice. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> You've really got over this separation anxiety, haven't you, Amelia? <laughs> You've been in the jungle for three weeks, saying I'm in two weeks over with your husband. The three-year-old walking herself to the earth room. This is terrible. I really, I just have to say this. I really do adore my children. Like I adore them. I really do. I just need to put this out there. because that's, that's very clear. It's very clear that it, you used to adore your children, but you got over that. That's very clear. <laughs> and through years, lots of therapy and lockdown, you, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're over it. You're over being a mum. <laughs> Oh, that's another thing I need to mention. We during lockdown we we started getting family therapy as well. Oh, and um you? yeah, do you know what? It's been fantastic. So that that is something that I would highly recommend. So how does it work? What would would all of you not I imagine the three year old wouldn't be involved in that? I mean the three year old's there, but it's only because yeah. she, she can't be anywhere else. Uh, but um, yeah, she's not she's not participating. Um So you're all sat on the sofa on Zoom as yeah. a yeah, and so who'll it be? You and your husband, the, your two daughters and your son? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, depending on whether or not he's yeah, here, but yeah, yeah. And we just, um, yeah, we just, we just talk about, you know, any issues. Oh, <laughs> Genuinely, that must be such a useful kind of thing. To it's, kind of, it's fantastic. Honestly, I'd highly recommend it. And I know, like, you, you know, growing up, like, I, I grew up in inner city Birmingham, and therapy. I mean, therapy is just like it, I don't even think it was a, in our vocabulary, you know. Yeah. But um, but to be able to do that, especially like with 
teenage children and and obviously remember as well like my husband and I are trying to have a relationship as well and it's you know it's a, there's a lot going on and yeah. so um you know it, but it's been fantastic and you know sometimes sometimes we you know we won't even talk about her things in the week and we just save it for our therapy session because it's kind of like she she'll guide you through uh, you know your problems and how mm. to communicate correctly with each other and and also to you know uh, exercise empathy which i think sometimes is quite hard when it's all going on or kicking off yeah, so yeah. um have you seen a big difference from that then oh my gosh a huge difference and it's a really positive difference as well you know just even just even knowing how to communicate correctly understanding each other we've been talking about this thing called um transactional analysis which is each person has different elements to them you're you know you have a child you have a parent you um there's also um we, we also speak about how you can affect who your child becomes and stuff like that. It's, it all gets a bit deep sometimes, yeah. but it's it's really Therapy important. Therapy can get a bit deep. That's yeah. kind of. I'd say you won't get your money's worth if it was. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? All good. What you had a picture on Saturday? Quality. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I I think if my mum and dad and my brothers, all of us, sat down to do family therapy, it would basically be a lockdown four. We wouldn't get up for about two years. Yeah, yeah. I I must say, like, I definitely feel like, gosh, we should have did this when we were younger. Like, my mum should have did this. I mean, she probably wouldn't have been able to afford it. But, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's not, like, hugely expensive. But, as I said, inner city Birmingham, 90s. Yeah. Well, sometimes, obviously, it it can be costly, uh, therapy and stuff like that. But I think more the idea of it, at a point Mm. growing up, for me, certainly, in sort of, you know, I think a probably similar background, but in London, is that it's even more, almost like a a sign of admitting defeat in a weird way, which it totally isn't. And I've done, I did did therapy years ago uh, on the NHS, and then I did it privately, like, last year and it made a massive difference yeah. both had the same results um, and were your um children did they take convincing or were they like up for it and and question two yeah what's it like on shark week <laughs> bubble bubbles they should charge you double <laughs> no she, she 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 won't even she, she'd just be like no no not <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in a fortnight guys i've set my calendar yeah, yeah. Log on. Okay, you're all crying, and uh, your husband's being cute. Okay, let's yeah, leave, yeah. It. leave it. Leave it this week. Yeah, leave it. Uh, no, um, were the kids uh, like? What was their approach to it? Do you know what it was? It got to a point. You know, when they, what did they say? When things come to a head, it got to a point where it was just like, okay, well, some someone's gonna someone's gonna kill or be killed. It's just one or the other. So let's um let's bring someone in. So it we, we were all very receptive and all on the same page. And um and as I said, it was, it's been fantastic like you know life-changing and I mean even now we still see her and I don't really feel like we need to see her but mm. we kind of just like yeah doing I think it. sometimes it is sort of like you need a few sort of uh, uh, it's just nice to see anyone at the moment yeah. isn't it <laughs> even if you're paying them it's just nice to see anyone <laughs> Look, I think a, good, a, good th- a good therapist so makes you become your own therapist I think there's yeah. an initial series of chats you have to have but then they can start you start and then you start to realize your behavior and patterns exactly. of behavior and how exactly. to adjust are there any big arguments with the, you know your, your teenage daughter like led to needing this kind of thing was the things that you're arguing about a lot in lockdown um honestly my, my eldest daughter she's just she's a bit of an angel we don't argue about anything uh not anything at all um my 15 year old is the whirlwind and she um I, I say that she needs to be like a lawyer or something she 
she can fight something to the death, like, and it's yeah, just so like... she might be one or need one. To, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it's not the latter. Please, dear Lord. <laughs> I'm putting too much. Please, I don't need that. No. Um, she, honestly, she's... And that's the thing I, I always say, as an adult, all of these attributes are going to be incredible for her. But as a child, as my child, bloody hell, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, yeah, she's, she's definitely the one, I think, who's... Well, she's just at that stage where, you know, it's it's kind of like a second toddler phase where she's pushing boundaries and, you know, and it's just like, oh, for crying out loud, really. And that's the thing. I've got the two of them at the same time. My toddler is pushing boundaries and being cheeky and, you know, and, and I don't know, I guess she's testing the waters. But, yeah, it's 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 a lot. And I don't want to come across as all complainy because it's it's not all bad. But it definitely can get quite hairy. Complicated. Yeah, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> Do you find it more difficult to talk about your teenage daughters than you would about, say, a three-year-old or stuff? Because are you worried about what you would say about them in public? In a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> because I kind of, well, first of all, I know my kids are going to listen to this because they love the show as well. So, uh, yeah, I am definitely conscious of what I say. But the thing is as well, like... Um, I would like to think that I communicate enough with my daughters for them to know exactly what I think of them, you know, and and how much I love them and how amazing I think they they are. Um, And and also as well, I'm their mom. They're so used to me being outspoken and saying things and embarrassing them and like, oh, my God, did your mom really say that? And it's just like, yeah, she did. (laughs) That's that's what she's like, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think they'd be, you know, too, too upset. I hope not, anyway. No, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, you're like, being honest. They can't complain. If you're open at home and, you know, I mm. think that's, that's so much of the battle, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Communication is key. That's, um, yeah, number one, uh, number one. Apart from with the toddler. That's, I mean, as you know, it's <laughs> just part of it. <laughs> just that's very much it. about number eight with the toddler, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Oh, Do you feel like you she gets away with a bit more though? Like, how's your parenting changed from a twenty-year-old to like a three-year-old now? Like, are you a lot calmer and, and more laid back than you were with your first ball? Yes, definitely. I think with um with my twenty-year-old, I I say this all the time. Like my my twenty-year-old and kind of my fifteen-year-old, they were kind of tester kids, <laughs> <laughs> and then my I feel like I can give my best to my youngest just because I feel like I know what works I've tested what works and I've tested what doesn't work um and also my eldest two are very different to each other so I've gotten a feel for I feel like two ends of the spectrum um and so um yeah um with my youngest I mean let me tell you one thing lockdown has definitely changed I was that parent that my child is never going to even touch an iPad until she's (laughs) sick and you know and I I was that parent and and now she's you know I've got an iPad but it's more or less hers and and I just um oh my gosh I saw this wicked quote the other day and it said um if you're worried about your child watching too much tv put it on mute put the subtitles on and then they're reading and I thought do you know what yeah (laughs) that's a shout As well, I do think though, if you're worried about your kid watching too much TV, then the reality is you haven't got too many worries in your house. I mean, growing <laughs> up, me watching too much TV was the last thing anyone was worrying about with what oh, was going true. on. So, that really, you've got to count yourself lucky because there's 
you know, yeah. people are worried about, you know, getting them to school or whatever or getting their dinner yeah, on. So exactly. You know, a bit of telly won't hurt no one. It didn't do me any harm. Nah. Yeah, it's not going to be Marcus Rashford's next campaign. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. The problem is, because <laughs> for me, though, I was going, I'm all right. I, think, I couldn't even read properly until I was about seven or eight. But... <laughs> I say that to Lou and she looks at me in disgust going, but that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like that with the potty training. Like so I've we we am, we've been potty training the whole of lockdown, by the way, which shows you that it's still not working. And um and for me it's just kind of like, but do you know any adult that wears a nappy? Like, no, yes. so she's gonna work it out at some stage, It'll isn't she? Fine. And, yeah, it should be fine. I, got, be I fine. can see you on this morning in about 15 years going, yeah, so she does wear a nappy all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always said I've never seen one, but here she is. <laughs> I have a prototype. Oh, my yeah. goodness. The, the thing is, with, with the party training, and I know you guys have mentioned it, sometimes, sometimes she's absolutely fine, and then sometimes she just spends the whole day wetting herself, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Yeah. And, you know, and people always say girls are easier. I mean, easier than what? I don't know, because I've only had girls, but this one isn't. And Yeah. I, I think that always, like, boys are like this and girls are like this. It's not always the case. It makes you go, oh, right. So and now that if we had a boy, it would be this different because there were yeah. sleepers or whatever. It's, but like, there is, there is different types of boy and different types of girl. Do you know what I mean? It's not a... Absolutely. Well, I've got three girls and each girl has been completely different to the other. My youngest, she's... Um, I actually put a post on my Instagram the other day. She's as much into princess and sparkly things as she is into toys and building and stuff. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah, she dresses a princess with a screwdriver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. And, and they're literally like two of her favourite toys in one picture. And I was like, I've got to like share this. And, you know, and I just don't subscribe to that whole, you know, boys are like this and girls are like this. Like, they're all just people and they're yeah. going to be who they are like I was quote unquote a tomboy when I was younger um but I, d- I just think I was an adventurous girl I liked to climb trees I liked to go yeah. on the swings I had two younger brothers and I was just like I wanted to play with them all the time and I just kind of feel like you know at this stage who cares and I, I balanced that the other way in that I spent my whole childhood as a boy hating climbing trees I oh. couldn't, imagine, <laughs> no. couldn't imagine anything worse than climbing a tree <laughs> so there you go where the examples yeah. like well, I'm, there I'm, you I'm, go we're a bit different you've got their ear pierced at two months and they have makeup on every day so we've got no <laughs> 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 people like that we was like let's not get gendered toys we'll just let them play with whatever they want to play and we'll get both and then they can choose Right? Yeah, exactly. And then when they start going to play groups, both of them immediately screamed and ran over to the babies and proud. <laughs> I think the good thing is you have to be like fair and let them pick but when they do they just go all right fair mm. enough they're like pink and they're like babies right where some exactly. people are still trying to make them all like hipstery yeah you know, yeah it's bullshit they want to wear a dress <laughs> and push a baby around in a pram that's fine oh absolutely. mate i turned up to nursery this morning with my own child dressed in a frozen jumper and frozen trousers and I'm like, <laughs> who am i anymore <laughs> She hasn't even seen the film, mate. She's just into the joking. merch. Really? You don't really watch films over that much, do you? We go, do you want to watch it? She's like, no. And you're like, oh. you, you want the merch? How does this work? That's a bit wow. like me when I go to American sport. I don't want to watch it. I want to play with New York Mets on it. Yes. Um, oh, Rob, you always end on the same question. It might be difficult, this question, because um, uh. obviously... 
It's the kind of thing that would come up in couples therapy. So, Rob, yeah. would you like to ask a question? Well, normally I ask, you know, if um, there's something your partner does parenting-wise that really annoys you, but you've never mentioned it because it could cause a row. But I imagine it will have come up or, or, or not, Jamelia. You know, well, so what did come up was that um, I feel like sometimes he wants to be the fun one. And I think this is quite normal amongst dads, that they want to be the fun one and they leave the mum to be the bad guy. Um, and I was like, I don't want to be the bad guy. I want to do the fun things as well. Um, so I think, yeah, leaving me to uh, be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, be the bad guy. That was uh, that was one thing. But we're yeah, we're working on it. To be fair, that happens a bit in our house though. But it's only because I'm stupid. Where like <laughs> kids go to me, Dad, jump off that. I go, all right. Where they won't, and they go, oh, you're... and then so you will get annoyed. Go, oh, the fun one. You jump off it then. <laughs> Down the side at first in the rain here in my pants for a laugh. If you want to be the fun one, put some. <laughs> in. Do you know what though? And one of the things that um, I, and and I this is one of the things that I've actually loved seeing my husband do is learning how to play. I feel like that a lot of us can be a bit serious, and children, they you know they require us to play with them. Um, as you said, like you know, jump off that, okay. And and I think it kind of you know not, not to get too philosophical, but it makes you kind of reconnect with your inner child. And I, it's been lovely just looking. You know, I, I had to show him like how do you play tea parties and how do you you know how. Uh, you know, getting down to their level and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's been really lovely. Yeah. No, I think it's true that, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever disconnected from my inner child, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that when we started doing that, in a, of that like, what's it called? NCT group. And uh-huh. make sure that you're always talking to your child and chatting to them. And on the group, people go, well, I don't know what to say to them. I don't know what to do with them. And me and Lou are like, we're chatting them all the time. Like having full yeah. conversations and being silly. So I think some yeah. people are more suited to that than others, but it's a nice way yeah. to, you know, play with them yeah. well that's the thing you can feel a bit silly but you, you've got to I, I don't know I think you've got to get over it do you know what 100%. I mean 100 like, oh yeah. I, I forget that sometimes because my whole our, me and Josh our whole job has been stupid and silly like <laughs> at the school gates I stay stuff sometimes and they look at me like I'm insane and I'm just, oh my God, is it, what do you do in your house <laughs> oh gosh well <laughs> the thing is though sometimes um you know talking about like school gates and stuff like that I think what was it like in your house like yeah do you, do you ever think like how boring it is in some people's houses just just you know and, and you shouldn't judge kids but judging from their kids and their the, the parents demeanor you just a bit like oh, mate, yeah I can spot a banter vacuum from three miles away. <laughs> And it's normally they can read and write really well. Why? Because nothing else is happening in that house. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got they got to have a bit of banner as well. They got to talk to people. You know I mean? No one's been employed for how neat their handwriting is at any stage of their life. <laughs> exactly. How would how would you guys? Can I just ask you guys a question? Yeah. How would you feel if your kids weren't funny? Um, I wouldn't be like, oh god, that was a bit. That was a bit hack. That was a bit of an obvious joke you just made. But, like, if if they weren't fun, I think, do you know what I mean? If they weren't a laugh. I mean, in my house growing up, I think being a laugh and humour was a big thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think it was it played a big part of conversation and personality and stuff. Yeah. And I think having a really boring child, imagine... imagine Oh my god! Your yeah. child's like fourteen, and you go, "Oh my god, I think they might be really boring." Yeah, come on. remember when you turn around your mate's house, you walk in, and you're like, "Oh, this is shit here, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> the vibe of this house is shit. 
like, like you go in the fridge and there's like just butter. You're like, what? <laughs> just butter. And then like, like, for me, if my kids were, I think being funny is a separate thing because like, you know, that's a subjective stuff, but being fun and having a sense of fun, which yeah. you're talking about, I think if they didn't, uh, I think I'd have let them down as a parent because yeah. I think it's the parents that foster that atmosphere and that so that you're not, you know, they say stuff all the time and like not losing your cool with them where, you know, you had friends growing up and they're like, don't do that. Don't be sitting there all like, on them straight away. Yeah. The yeah. Fun, so I think if they weren't fun, I'd say that's uh, where me and Lou have let them down a bit by being <laughs> serious. I can't, I'll be honest with you, I can't see that happening. They're yeah. actually animals. <laughs> um, it's been amazing thank you so much oh, thanks thank so much you. for doing thank, it thanks and thanks so much for, for listening me. as well yeah. oh my gosh I'll, I'll, I'll even listen to this one even though I know what I've said <laughs> brilliant thank you so much bye bye cheers mate thank you thank you thanks for having me